0: So big question for a lot of people right now is what should be the definitive handheld they pick up that's a Windows-based handheld? Should it be the ROG Ally, or should it be the Lenovo Legion Go, which we're gonna call the Lego. I know that's, uh, it works, so just go with it. So within this video, as well as it being a podcast, we're gonna answer that question for you. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, this is Mikhail Casanova, host of Decked Up, a Gaming and Tech Podcast, and I'm back today to talk about which is the better overall value, the Asus ROG Ally or the Lenovo Legion Go, aka the Lego. Yeah, we're going to go with that name. So when am talking about these two devices, we need to talk about what each one does individually that makes it seem very important. And also we need to talk about what makes them very fundamentally different from each other. I mean, they're both Windows based gaming handhelds, but there are a lot of things underneath the hood that makes them stand out and a lot of things that make them stand shoulder to shoulder. So, before we dive into that, if you're listening to this podcast on any of the major podcasting outlets and you haven't already, then make sure you follow the show, share it around with someone else, and leave a rating and a comment. If you're watching this on YouTube, then make sure you like the video, share the video around, as well as comment and let me know what your feedback is. And if you want to support the show, we got Patreon, we got channel memberships that gets you early and exclusive access to content heads up on what we're working on, as well as input and more as to what we do on the show, as well as the usual YouTube videos. So all that being aside, let's go ahead and talk about the Lego, and the Ally. So first thing we're gonna talk about is the ROG Ally. This is a device that came out about six months ago at the time of this recording, and I had it the day it came out. And I have to say, I absolutely love the device because it literally gave me everything that I wanted the Steam Deck to give me, but it just couldn't. I mean, I had access to being able to play everything on my library from Steam, as well as from Epic Games Store, GOG, and so much more. And I know that there are workarounds and teams that you could do to get that to run on the Steam Deck. But there's always so many different issues with Proton compatibility layers and all this other stuff that I just got tired of dealing with. When you are with a toddler all day long, you're not going to want to deal with it. Yes, I'm stay-at-home full-time dad as well as being a full-time podcaster, content creator, and so many other hats that I wear. But anyways, I want to be able to play my games when I want to play them without having to do as much tinkering. I know there's a bit of uh, hypocrisy there because when it comes to Windows and PC gaming, you typically have to do a lot of tinkering. But for me, I've really had to do very little of that when it came to the ROG Ally. So when I got that, I was able to play my games really without a hitch. Adding to that was the fact that for me, someone who loves playing fighting games and loves playing platformers, they ran perfectly fine on it. And on top of the fact that I was able to use the D-pad, which I personally feel to be one of the best D-pads on any of these handhelds. It allowed me to really pull off a lot of the moves that I like to do. Like My standard for playing any fighting game is gonna be putting it up against the King of Fighters. So I play a lot of KOF 15, KOF 2002, KOF 98, and KOF 11. And my main character is Kyo Kusanagi, who is typically the main character of this franchise. And he does what's called rekka punches or Chain Punches, and these are done by doing various inputs so like just think of them I guess in the simplest way of me talking about it the fireball motion and then um kind of like a half circle back and more and which you know you combine that with punches and kicks and you can do various inputs and that's the character that I utilize if I want to know if a d-pad is really good because if I can easily pull out the record punches then I know this is going to be my go-to. So for all the fighting games I played not only King of Fighters but Samurai Showdown, Street Fighter you know, Guilty Gear, Last Blue and so many more, that was the definitive D-pad that I was using. I mean, the Steam Deck was great, but this was so much better. Now, when it came to playing platformer games, I absolutely had no issues with that or with playing retro style games as well. It was just perfect. I know it being the disc shape means that it flows and rotates a lot better than the typical, you know, cross or, you know, The standard D pad that we're all used to. So that right there was a big selling point to me. And then on top of that was the triggers. Now, I know the triggers on the Steam Deck, and this is really not trying to be a Steam Deck versus Ally video. I've already done something like that. But the thing with the triggers on the Steam Deck is I didn't feel they were the greatest, you know, especially when I was playing shooters. Like they were fundamentally good, but they weren't as really what i was looking for now when i was playing on the rg ally i really felt like i was utilizing a xbox style trigger you know everything felt good and it's because on the rg ally it does use the hall effect triggers which we're going to get to that in a minute because i feel like if you're going to put hall effect triggers on your device you might as well put hall effect sticks on there so you can avoid stick turf issues but We'll get to that. Trust me. And so with that being on there, like me, whatever I was playing from Doom 2016 to Doom Eternal, you know, Call of Duty, Halo and so much more, everything just felt perfect, at least for me. You know, I'm not one of those people that's going to be like going into all the nitty gritty of the details because look, I got kids. I don't have that kind of time to play like that. But for me, it did everything that I absolutely wanted it to do. And it just felt really good. It's very grippy. The texture felt great. And then other thing I want to talk about the buttons, because I felt like the buttons were really something a lot of people criticize and they felt like they just felt mushy or they got stuck. I actually never ran into that issue with the ROG ally when it came to the buttons, they felt very good. And me in comparison to the Steam Deck's buttons, they didn't feel as like, pronounced, but I thought they felt very good. Like, you know, I pressed them and boom, they were doing what I wanted them to do. And so I really had no complaints about the buttons whatsoever. And the other thing I want to talk about is the sticks. So the thing is when it comes to the analog sticks on the ROG Ally, they do sit a bit raised. And if you're seeing mine, they look a little bit different. It's because I'm using some control freaks. The limited edition Call of Duty sticks that go on the top of them, they just pop right on and off. Now, you don't really need these on there. I just use it for when I'm playing Call of Duty competitively. But uh, as it is, I think the analog sticks are great. They're very responsive, very snappy. The only thing for me was that uh, sometimes I felt like when I'm using the sticks, I would accidentally. This is before I put the grip sticks on. I felt like I would accidentally touch the screen. That's very, very annoying and kept happening. But since I put these on here, I'm not having that issue whatsoever anymore at all. But other than that, I felt like everything was great as far as the layout of it. Now, the ergonomics of it, I will say, in many aspects... It's comfortable and in many ways, it's not, you know, I kind of feel like at times I'm like, this could be a little bit more comfortable if they made this a little bit more ergonomic, you know, maybe uh, round off the edges where your palms are resting or give me a little bit more grip. I know a lot of other criticisms that the RGLA got was the, you know, the customizable. Um, modular button on the back that you can map to really just being about anything. A lot of people criticized it at first, saying it didn't feel natural. But the thing is, when you're holding it, you're going to hold it like this, and then you're naturally going to touch it with this finger, your middle finger. So it's just going to be able to depress. And I never had any issues with it. I, that's the thing. Like, you're going to notice that trend with me. A lot of things that a lot of people complain about, I don't personally find issue with you know, maybe that makes me weird or not. I don't really fucking care. It is what it is, but it's, you know, I never found an issue with it. And also, here's the thing. If you want to pick up one of these, I've got the Ally Mate, which gives you a kickstand, as well as allowing you to put the micro SD cards, which I know, the Ally and the micro SD card, that's always a point of contention, but it is what it is. But if you want one, gives you the kickstand type thing, look in the link down below in the description and use my code to get a discount on it. So yeah, that's a little plug use that because I use it on mine all the time. All that being said then, going back to it, the screen. The screen is absolutely gorgeous. I love the way the screen looks, I love the way how it has that 120 refresh rate and it's got the VRR, which to me, with a lot of games that I've played that do have fluctuating refresh rates, I noticed it, and I thought it was actually pretty decent. You know, I can't really knock it for what it is. And, um, you know, 1080p screen, you know, being able to run 1080p. And typically what I like to do is run 1080p at, if I can do 45, I will, or, you know, 40 hertz, I'll do that. But if I can't do that, the 1080p 60 is fine with me. Even if I can knock it on 800p, I'll do that. But uh, 1080p 60fps has been pretty much at the standard for me with this device. I mean, I very rarely run into things that can't run well on it. So, uh, yeah, you know, and I'm not out here trying to play Cyberpunk 2077 like, you know, that's the main game I'm going to because, you know, I don't really, I don't really care about that game that much. It is what it is, Um, but it's just not my type of game. But the other thing with this, too. I wanna talk about the speakers. This has the best speakers on any handheld PC that I've used, which, you know, the Steam Deck, this, and the Lego. These are the loudest speakers out there. They are absolutely phenomenal. I love what they're capable of doing. You know, whether I'm like consuming media on it, like watching TV shows, which again, it's the whole point of using Ally Mate. Using the Ally Mate, which has another name, which, a pop up on the screen sorry about <laughs> sorry siri from using the old name it is what it is but uh yeah so you know consuming media playing games it's just front facing it hits you it sounds so so good i love it plus rgb on the sticks i think is really cool i like the way that works and um other than that though um I never really had issues with it overheating. I know a lot of people talked about having heating issues with their ROG Ally. I never personally had issues with that. Uh, the only thing I've had issues with is the microSD card meter, which uh, mines. You know, I've done an, at least two RMA's so far, and the microSD card issue just doesn't work for me properly. Um, and I just stopped using it. So one of the things, uh, the, and that's a big point of contention for a lot of people is the microSD card issue with this. And um, workarounds for that is just literally to either put a two terabyte or one terabyte uh, M.2 SSD in it, which is a 2230, or getting the uh, right angle adapter, or you know, it's an l shape adapter. And putting a 2240 or 2242 um ssd in there putting up to like four terabytes in it and that should be more than enough for a lot of people um i plan to do that i just have not had the time and that's a running thing i haven't had the time to do a lot of that so i eventually plan to do that because i'm going to keep this device for you know however long it will run which will be years and i'll keep using that just like i'll keep using the lego So um, there's that. Then there's also the factor of uh, being able to use the external GPU or the eGPU and making this a full featured powered, like all in one desktop. You know, you can use it connected to your monitors, do multiple monitor outputs. You know, you can put a 40 series card, 30 series card, or if you want to put, you know, um, Ryzen you know AMD cards in there you can and and do so and and pretty much you've got one very powerful now a lot of people are saying like if you're gonna buy that you might as well just build yourself a computer and here's the thing you know I understand people like to say that maybe to a lot of people it makes sense but you really have to understand for a lot of people what makes sense to you doesn't make sense to everyone else and if people want to spend money on something, let them do what the hell they want to do with their money. It's their right, their choice. It's not yours, not your money. It is what it is. You know, if someone asks you and you give them advice and they decide to do whatever they're going to do anyway, it is what it is. But yeah, having external GPU uh, support on this and then being able to pretty much make this even more powerful than what it already is. is absolutely crazy because it takes a lot of the load off the device itself and puts it on the external GPU and you can go from there. Now, other than that, um you know, I love the fact that it has a fingerprint sensor on it. So you can like pretty much tap or press and hold, and you can unlock your ROG Ally just by putting your finger on the fingerprint center. It's it's the only one that has that out of the major ones that are available on the market right now. And yeah, I just did an update, so I was going through this whole um, new thing, so I'm just skipping all this because it's not important. Anyways, um, as far as a downside, I know initially for a lot of people, the Armory Crate wasn't that great. Initially, it was uh, very buggy, and my thing is, with any of these softwares, when it's the first device, it's the first time they're putting out this type of, you know, application and software for a new handheld device, you can't really expect it to be working perfectly out of the gate. Steam Deck wasn't great out of the gate either. So you you know, temper your expectations, yeah, they could be writing a lot better than what they are, many aspects, but you know, a lot of times you got to work with it. So. It is what it is. But, you know, Armory Crate has come a long way. I think it's really great now. It's really, you know, super responsive. I just press it and like, I can pull up my command center so I can change my TDP settings, uh, control mode, either the desktop, gamepad, or auto, game profiles, keyboard, you know, um, AMD RSR, you know, all the other stuff, show desktop, everything is like instantaneous on this. Whereas it wasn't like that before. You know, I can quickly go back and forth between, you know, Armory Crate and my desktop, just like that. It's come so far. Another thing I love about Armory Crate is I don't feel like it's literally a giant billboard advertising game sales. Like, let's just be honest. The uh, the Lego kind of does that with the uh, Le- Legion Space and we'll get to that eventually. But, you know, the software, and the, the package as a whole, my nice micro SD card is very solid. Battery life, sorry about that. It's got a, a decent battery life. It's a bigger battery than the original Steam Deck, but unfortunately, because it is a more powerful device, it burns through it. You typically want to, if you're playing a AAA title, and this, I'm going to use this logic in general because I don't really think a lot of people do this, but if you are playing a AAA title, and you are going to play that on battery even if you play it on a laptop you're not going to get much battery life out of that these are devices meant to be plugged played in when you're playing very demanding AAA titles now yesteryear AAA titles no issue I don't know a lot of people are like yeah well you know just you know you should be able to play it however long you can just tinker with the TDP or the thermal uh, wattages and go from there, that's also going to affect performance. So you got to keep that in mind, right? So, you know, when it comes down to that, I, I I'm, re- I'm a stay at home dad, I rarely travel. So this doesn't go anywhere with me outside of going room to room. And for what I'm going to play on it, it does very well, you know, you know emulated games, uh, AAA games, indie games, double games, you know, old yesteryear titles, everything runs fine for me. And performance has been great on it minus micro sd card issue so overall the rog ally i think is a very solid choice if you don't care about the micro sd card issue or the battery life not being that great so all that being said i i am going to leave the ally there it's a great 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 choice Now let's talk about the Lego, the Lenovo Legion Go. So this device, bigger device overall, you know, it's got an 8.8 screen, it's got a a 2K resolution screen, it has a 144 Hertz screen too. So it's got the the highest refresh rate amongst the Steam Deck, Steam Deck OLED, the Ally and it, right? So you're looking at 60, 90, 120 144 so keep that in mind um the screen looks great looks very vibrant it's brilliant i love it it may not match an oled but i think it looks good for what it is and then let's talk about the fact you know the elephant in the room it's got the kickstand built into it so that's already a leg up it's got dual USB-C ports so you can charge and if you want to use something like i use um anything from like the Steel Series Arctis headsets, which use Type-C inputs. I even use the Razer Hammerhead, you know, which uses Type-C as well. So I can charge and use that at the same time versus needing to have a dongle to be able to use both. So I love that about, you know, two USB-C ports, you know, or just USB-C and a dedicated USB Type-A, I think should be the standard on these devices. So absolutely love it for that. And then... The other thing, the detachable Joy-Cons, that's also great that you're able to like detach the Joy-Cons. I know they're not called Joy-Cons, but I'm just going to, you know, to me, that's what they are. That's what everyone calls them. But the fact that they're detachable and like I can prop this up, you know, when I'm laying on bed, right? Typically, I, I may have said this before, but, you know, we have a Japanese futon, right? So we sleep on the floor, you know, and it's just we prefer that, especially when you have had kids like babies and toddlers and they like to roll. It's kind of that kind of shifted us to getting the Japanese food So we sleep on the floor, right? So I can lay on the floor, prop it up in the kickstand, detach the joy cons, put headphones on, you know, babies, you know, baby toddler, they're sleeping, wife sleeping, the room, whatever she's doing. And I'm just laying here and I'm playing my game, right? It's got the right Joy-Con, has a trackpad, so if I need to navigate through Windows, absolutely great for doing that, which is, I forgot to mention that in the Ally, because you can use a stick to navigate win- Windows. A lot of people don't care for that, but, you know, I-, I can work with it. It's not my preference. I like having a trackpad. But you have the trackpad built into the right Joy-Con. You got the additional buttons. Um on it as well as on the left stick and the other thing too is it has a disc so if you want to turn it into a mouse for using what's called fps mode so basically you, the left joycon you can still use as like a traditional like analog stick which basically when you put in fps mode it makes it go wasd right so it's still just the analog inputs and then you've got the right which you move around and that makes it so cool because there's a level of precision with that that you that's higher than using just your right thumb for moving around and aiming so it takes a little bit of getting used to but i think it's great for that overall and so i love it for that you know another thing too is uh outside of the kickstand, the two ports all that is it runs cool for the most part although um initially it used to have a lot of heat buildup up in the you know uh the lower left side and a little bit of the top will be a little it would get hot, you know, especially if you're in a higher uh, performance mode. But uh, since several updates have come, it doesn't really get that hot. And they have perfected cooling on this device. The only thing is, I would say, is like if you crank up the, um, if you were to crank up the uh fan or just turn all fans on full blast, which will keep the device fully cool, it's very, very audible. So that's something to definitely keep in mind too. Um i i don't have many complaints with the lego on the hardware front oh that's the other thing the analog sticks the analog sticks are uh hall effect sticks so you're never gonna have to worry about sick drift or needing to replace them they're built into it and um you know the only thing is the dead zone a lot of people talk about dead zone issues i maybe i just don't pay that much attention to it but i haven't run into any issues with the joy cons with you know uh, dead zones or anything like that so <laughs> it, it works fine for me like i can't really complain about it but you know people are saying like they won't to fix the dead zones and, and that's one thing i do have to give credit to lenovo is the the conversation between them and the audience you know the consumers is perfect you know it's right there with with valve there's a line of communication that is just there whereas with asus and you know mums of word. they don't really talk about anything so i gotta give credit what credits do with that you know the lines of communication are great um now the one thing i will say like some knocks to the lego is the fact that the lesion space software you know it's kind of like a scan and like a central hub where you can find your library for the most part and all this other stuff so um at launch it was rough it was very rough i would say it didn't perform very well in my opinion at least um it was slow it was buggy constantly had to load uh it was unresponsive in many aspects or just not launching period and um It just felt like it was a front to showcase their partnership with Games Planet so that you could purchase games at just whatever the discounts the games Planet has, because, you know, clearly there's a partnership between Lenovo and Games Planet. Now I will say that, um, the software since it's been out for a month, the software has gotten better. You know, Legion space is not perfect. It's not up there with armory crate it's not even in the same perimeters as armory crate but it's gotten a lot better and i do have to give it credit for improving in that aspect you know like it is becoming more responsive although it's not 100% one to one responsive in the way that i would like it to be um there is still some instances where i'll press the legion space button on the left joycon and it doesn't respond or i press the tdp that doesn't respond on the right Joy-Con, you know, future software updates are just going to have to fix that as time goes on. So I'm willing to give them grace to have the time to work on it. I know a lot of people are expecting this out the gate, but like I said, when it comes to software, you know, you got to give this stuff time. Um, Preferably this is fixed before, it, you know, a product goes live, but it is what it is. Um, The other thing I will say too is like when people compare Armory Crate to Legion Space, you got to also keep in in mind Armory Crate on the Ally has been out for about six months and it's gone through a lot of updates, revisions, and the like. Legion Space is only like a month old at this point. So you got to give it time for there to be a level of parity and uh, for them to revise it and definitely let them know what you think needs to be improved because it's the only way it's going to ever get better. Um, All that being aside, though, the absolute worst offender when it comes to anything outside of Legion space on the Lenovo Legion go is the d-pad. The d-pad is absolutely garbage and I don't understand why they went with that d-pad as opposed to something similar to the ally or you know which is a disc shape or going with something similar to the razor uh raiju uh you know any of the raiju d-pads or uh you know, literally the the Wolverine line of Razer controllers or, I don't know, like anything out there I just feel is better. It's one of the worst D-pads I've used in decades. You know, I'm just going to say it's probably up there with the Amiga <laughs> and the, um, you know, the CDI and all that other stuff, right? So it, it's bad. It's, it's really bad. And um, it's kind of inexcusable for them to have gone with that. You know, I understand that they were putting shooters first as their priority but you know a lot of us are gonna want to use the d-pad for fighting games and for platformers and the the latency of the input is is bad so hopefully they'll be selling like modular joy cons or like you know like a replacement ones if you want to improve d-pad you can buy because one of the main things i have against it is because it's just awful um Other than that, I'm trying to think of anything else, um, plus or minus for it. Battery life is really good. Um, It's probably got the biggest battery on any of the devices out there. And uh, because there's so many different power profiles and TDP settings, you can pretty much get much, much better battery life out of it than the Ally. Now the Steam Deck OLED is gonna get the best battery life out of all of it because it's a fully it's the Apple experience. It's fully tailored for that device and tailored for the OS and tailored for the hardware. So really, you know, as Apple and Orange is like comparing that, you know, a Linux device, Windows Linux. Um, But I really don't have any other issues with the Legion Go. Um, but that's just it. Now, when it comes to between the two devices, what should you go with which is the better buy overall i've listed everything with the ally that i can think of i listed everything with the uh, lego that i can think of and personally it comes down to i i feel like this if you're someone who's going to be playing fighting games i would say because of the smaller form factor the um overall better performance again the lego needs more time to get the optimized software and you know everything and performance and everything to get you know more bios updates and such to get it performing better performance wise the ally outshines the lego not substantially but in many cases better performances on the ally um so if you're playing fighting games platformers shooters you really can't go wrong with the ally uh, just keep in mind the micro SD card issue, which they're still not fully addressing. Maybe they've quietly released some revised models and they just haven't said anything. Um, like I said, I've gone through two RMAs and I've not really had a better experience at all. So I can't really say it, you know, anything else to that. I just, you know, I'm just gonna have to get an internal hard drive and slot it in there and uh, go from there. If you're okay with that, which that process is not very complicated, but if you're not a tech person, they could be. But then again, if you're not a tech person or you're super, you know, casual when it comes to Windows, I don't know why you would get this over something like the Steam Deck. Um, But if if you're that's not really an issue with that or the battery life being not that great is an issue for you, then I would say go with the will lead. Well, not the leisure go. Sorry, I'm 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 trying to talk and then my toddler's talking, so it's like throwing off my train of thought. Bear with me. Um anyways, I would say go with the ROG ally. The other thing with the ally too, because there's so many units that were returned to Best Buy, if you're gonna pick it up from Best Buy, you can probably get one for dirt cheap. I know for the holidays, they're knocking like eighty dollars off of it. And they're two different models. Don't get the Z1, just get the Z1 Extreme. Don't waste your money on the, the lesser unit. It's not worth it. Uh, You can get one for 700, 20 bucks right now during the holidays, typically 699. Um, if you get an open box, you can give it as cheap as like 400 something. Some folks I've heard get one as cheap as 300 and it's a lot of bang for your buck if you know what you're getting into getting that device. Um, the downside is having to go through three different things to upgrade. So you, got, oh, not upgrade, update. Um, Windows updates, Armory Crate updates, and then MyASUS app updates for BIOS and everything like that. Very annoying that you have to check three different places. If you know what you're going into, it's a hell of a deal, right? Uh, other thing I'm going to mention is um, with the the LEGO. So if you're looking at getting that. Bigger screen, great battery life, detachable Joy-Cons, um, trackpad above all else, so moving through Windows is a breeze, uh, FPS mode, being able to turn that right Joy-Con into a mouse. Um, no issues with the micro SD card reader, two USB-C slots, and better cooling overall, can't go wrong thing. Yeah, it didn't have the VRR or variable refresh rate screen, but if you're not looking for it, you're not going to notice it, and it's, it's not that big of a deal. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good deal overall. Performance is going to get better as time goes on. And the fact that you've got a 512 and a one terabyte model option. Great either way. Get the one terabyte. You, you'll thank me later when you get that. So between the two, um, I'm still gonna say the Legion Go is the better buy. Bigger storage, better battery, better battery performance, and more ways to gain. If you can get past that sub-par shitty D-pad, it is great. If you can't, and you want a smaller device, the ROG Ally. Better performance, as of now, Better, way better D-pad, but I think overall, the Legion Go is the definitive device. Or will be once Lenovo does more with updating it. But that's my thoughts on which one is better. You know, the Ally versus Legion Go. Why don't you guys let me know what you think down. If you're watching this on YouTube, the comment section down below. If you're listening, then uh, there's going to be a poll. Vote on it and uh, leave a comment. uh, Whatever platform you listen to this on. And um, if you want to pick up either of these devices, I'll have affiliate links uh, for Best Buy, as well as uh, if you're watching on YouTube, it'll be pinned. And I think Amazon might sell both of them, so I'll have that too. No additional charge to you, but it helps the channel out if you purchase it, keeps light on. You know, I got mouse to feed, kids to feed, all that stuff. So um, also, for those who might think, yeah, because I I did get a review unit of the Legion Go, I did not get a review unit of the ROG Ally. That doesn't persuade my opinion on either one. And they're not either neither company is paying for this. And this is really a dedicated episode on just my personal thoughts on which one is better overall. I'm also gonna be doing a ROG ally video six months later, but then you could literally take from this and get that video too so uh all that being said let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section of whatever platform you're watching or listening to this episode on and uh if you enjoyed it share it around like it follow subscribe all that stuff um become a channel member or patreon for early exclusive access behind the scenes and so much more and um yeah that's all i got to say i catch you guys in the next one. stay safe be blessed have a I'll see you guys on the next one. Aloha and ahuihu.